Uh, well, with that being said, uh, this is a Sunday I've been really looking forward to, and needless to say, I was a little bummed uh, that I wasn't going to be there. Uh, but uh, this is the launch of our Red Letter Challenge, uh, that 40-day Red Letter Challenge that we've been talking about for weeks, and so excited to see it uh, come to the launching place. And I believe that it's going to be this opportunity for us personally and as a church uh, to have this uh, life-changing experience as we seek to very intentionally take the words of Jesus, all those red letters, and to put them uh, into action, into practice in our lives. And I believe as a church... That is, we all engage, and as we all enter into it, uh, it's going to move us towards mission success. And as a church, our mission is to lead others into a growing relationship with Jesus. And the singular way to do that is to simply do what Jesus told us to do. And in so doing, we will not only grow in our relationship with Him, but we will help others as well. Uh, some things to remember uh, on September 14th. So today is the 12th, so two, two days, this Tuesday, uh, is when we start the devotional book together. So you'll do day one on September 14th, and we're off, off, to, the, off to the races. And day 40 in, in the, work, in the uh, devotional book will be October 23rd, and that's a Saturday. And that Saturday night, we're gonna have a big all-church celebration at Eli and Amanda Hersberger's house, a big bonfire, weenie roast, all those kinds of things. And we'll have a wonderful uh, fireside worship time together. So be sure to put that into your calendar as well as we uh, look forward to uh, what I believe, again, is gonna be a very special time and uh, uh, those of us who are um, check checklisters, uh, the goal is not to just simply say, "Hey, check! I hit all forty days. Did it? Did it? Did it?" You know, the goal is to allow the Holy Spirit to make us more like Jesus. That's that's the true goal there, um, and it's going to require focus. It's going to require discipline, uh, a willingness to be made uncomfortable. Uh, there'll be some challenges in each of these daily devotions that are going to stretch us a little bit. I encourage you, allow yourself to be stretched. And I believe it's going to require some accountability. That's why uh, we've been uh, promoting the groups and the classes for you to get involved in, and we could still receive more in as you go out into the lobby after service today. You can see those different uh, classes that are available, and you can sign up, and we'll follow up, and the group leaders will welcome you with open arms. All right. Well, with that being said, here we go. Today, our conversation uh, revolves around uh, the theme that we're, we're going to call it unshakable. And before we jump into that, let's just pause for a quick word of prayer. Father, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for bringing each and every one of us here today. I pray, God, that we would have uh, open ears, uh, open hearts, open minds to receive what you have for us. 
Lord, that we would be in that place where the, the, the things that you have said find expression in each of our lives. Thank you. Be honored now, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, on the screen, you'll see a, a picture. And it's a picture of this uh, beautiful beach house. And I've seen uh, 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 some of these for sale when we've been on the Gulf Coast of Florida, and they are very, very expensive homes. And as you look at it, you say to yourself, wow, that is a really beautiful place. And then look around the picture and you'll begin to see some things uh, that stand out to you. And that is that there isn't any other houses there. Uh, as a matter of fact, all you see is uh, cement slabs and shattered splintered buildings everywhere because this is the picture uh, shortly after Hurricane Michael hit Mexico City Beach, Florida in 2018. And it was astonishing to everybody in the aftermath to see the absolute devastation and then to see one house that was right in the, the, the full brunt of that storm still standing. It got stretched and pulled and had some little, you know, minor damage here and there. But that thing's still standing. And I, I took some time uh, this week to uh, listen to some of the interviews of the two guys that built this house. Uh, and it was their desire as they were working with engineers. They said, hey, we want to build it in such a way so that it can withstand 250 mile an hour winds. Well, that hurricane came in at about 150 uh, miles per hour, and sure enough, their house stood in the midst of the storm. They made some comments that were very telling to me that are going to be uh, uh, really appropriate as we jump into our scripture uh, for this morning um, as we consider this, this question again of both hearing and doing the words of Jesus. I thought, wouldn't it be great if we could ask Jesus, hey, Lord, um, what could you give us a description? Could you tell us what it would be like if we actually did what you said? Could you, could you paint a picture of that for us so that, so, that we would, uh, so that we would really get it and the significance of it and why it's so important? And now, you know, nobody did ask Jesus that question, but here's the great news. Jesus answered it. He already answered that question in a very vivid way. And uh, the, the picture you just saw is an expression of the imagery that Jesus used to answer that question. And so we come to Matthew chapter 7, and this is the end of Jesus's long sermon. And he has laid out teaching after teaching after teaching uh, about so many different areas in life, and he comes to the very end, and he says this in verse 24 through 27. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it, other translations, those who hear what I say and do it, put it into practice, is like a wise builder, a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the flood waters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. 
But anyone who hears my teaching and does not obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. Powerful, powerful picture. If I could sum it up, uh, it would be this. Two builders, two foundations, two houses, one test, two destinies. With the very implied comment from Jesus, uh, his, his illustration there, choose wisely before it's too late. Uh, looking at the, the, the imagery first and then what it is representing second. First, two builders, that's two people. Two people. In the story, two builders, two builders. Uh, and they're both building. One builds their house on, on solid bedrock. Another builder builds it on the sand. So I've got two builders, now I've got two foundations, bedrock and sand. Then we have two houses. So then they build a house. Each of them builds a house. One, the wise builder on the rock, the other, the foolish builder on the sand. So now I've got two, two houses sitting on two foundations made by two different builders. So then I have the test. One test meaning it's the, it's the same for everybody, uh, and it is the storm, the storm, the hurricane, the, the, the brutal uh, torrent of water and floodwaters and the winds, because that test comes against both houses. And the house that is built on the bedrock, it withstands, it withstands the storm. The house that the builder built on the sand does not withstand the storm and it collapses. So this is a picture then of the reality of what? What is Jesus saying? That there's two people and they're each building a life. Everybody's building their life. And the question is, what are we building our life on? Jesus says, you can build your life on anything and everything that you want to, or you can build your life on what I say. Build your life on what I say. And he says that when we make that decision to build our life on what he says, we're the wise, the wise person. Because the storms of life are going to come, and they're going to come up against that life. The storms, the hard things in life, the loss, the grief, the illness, the sickness, the, 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 the woundedness of a friend, the, the financial ruin, and on and on and on it goes, living in a fallen world. We, we understand that. But that house, that life that's built on what Jesus said is one that's going to stand. The life that's built on anything else, that life is built on sinking sand. And when the storms of life beat up against that that particular life, it isn't going to make it. It's going to crash, and great will its fall be. This is the picture Jesus said. This is the contrast that he's painting for us. A couple of things 
really quickly that I was observing uh, that really tied in well to some of those interviews I was listening uh, to about the guys that built that house uh, to withstand hurricane strength, winds, and storms. Um, what we see here with Jesus, and it's so important, is that, that hearing and listening are not the same things. Hearing and listening are not the same things. Listening involves responding in action. And, and, and we need to know that because uh, uh, so many times we think just because I've heard something that Jesus has said means that I understand it, means that it's in place in my life, and that is just simply untrue. I've talked to many people. I said, well, you know, this is what Jesus had to say about that. Oh, I know, I know, I've heard that, I've heard that. I know that. Well, to know and not to do is to not know. And we have to be careful because we can deceive ourselves into thinking that we are actually following what he said, but we're not. We're not. To know and not to do is simply to not know. All we've done is heard it. We haven't listened. We haven't put it into practice. One of the things the guy said when they were being interviewed, he says, when we started building this house, we had to pay attention to every detail from the ground up. That sound familiar? Every detail, every speck, uh, everything that was required by law, they went way above and beyond. Every detail had to be covered. And it's important that we know that because Jesus' teaching is complete. He didn't leave anything out. It wasn't in this place where, uh, oh, Jesus, I wish you would have said something about this. Like, like he didn't really see that coming. Uh, no, his, his, it's absolutely complete. Every single detail of the realities of the life that we're going to experience, Jesus has spoken to it. He's given us wisdom. He's given us direction. He's given us commands. He's given us principles. And he says, follow what I say, and your life will be built on that solid rock. And when that storm comes, and make no mistake, it's coming. It's coming hard, and it's coming fast. Some of you here today, you're right in the middle of one. And by God's grace, you've established your life on, on the teachings of Jesus, and you're withstanding the storm. Others of us were discovering that we weren't prepared for this storm. Remember, hearing and listening aren't the same thing. What's another observation here? These storms that are going to come up against us, the storms uh, that are going to come up against our lives, they're going to, listen, they're going to expose every single part of our life that isn't built on what Jesus said. And I, and I loved how, uh, how these guys said it in the interview with this their house that they built uh, they said this every piece of this house was tested by the storm every piece every everything from the the pylons in the ground to the siding to the window to the roof to the eaves to the everything everything they said was put to the test and if any part would have failed the house would have collapsed. Fascinating, isn't it? And Jesus knew that the same thing is going to be true about us, that these storms that are going to come are going to push and pull at every 
single part of your life, every part. And that's why he spoke to every part so that you would be prepared. And if we're in this mindset of saying, well, Jesus, I like what you had to say about this and this, but I got a better idea about this. And so I'm going to go ahead and do this idea. And what we're, what we're going to find out is that that's where the storm's going to hit and our great idea is going to crash. And so it's so important that we not pick and choose the things that Jesus said that we like, things we don't really like, the things that we think we got a better idea. I mean, how, how foolish, and that's why Jesus used that word, which is very strong, by the way, how foolish to think that I would have a better idea about what to do than the creator of the universe, the one who established and gave life itself. It, it, it absolutely makes no sense. And yet, somehow, some way, we get to thinking that our way is better. My encouragement to you as it is to me, as we enter into this 40 days and beyond, is to choose full obedience, full obedience, because every single part's going to get tested. Full obedience, I heard one minister say, and it always stuck with me. Partial obedience is no obedience at all. Partial obedience is no obedience at all that the ability for a life to withstand the storms that we are going to experience requires an all-in. I'm going all-in with what Jesus had to say. Last observation. The invitation to hear and obey is an open invitation. Jesus used this word. He said, anyone who listens, anyone. So this invitation to listen and obey to what he had to say wasn't for, you know, somebody, you know, people that he likes more than other people. Hey, 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 you that I like more than them, you can listen and obey. Hey, you that you look like this and do blah, blah, blah. So no, 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 it's an open invitation. Anyone who, anyone, you, me, anyone, anyone who will listen to my teaching and follow it, anyone is like a person who builds their house on the solid rock. Oh, I love that. In one of the things they said at the end of their interview, these guys who built this house that withstood the hurricane with like tears in their eyes as they, you know, they saw the devastation of all this, their community and people they knew and know, and he's just, just absolutely demolished in this storm. And he, he was so passionate when he said, he said, look, what we did is replicable. The su success of our house can be repeated over and over and over and over again. And, and he was so passionate about not wanting people to have their homes obliterated by a hurricane. Look, you can do this too. You can build your home this way so that it doesn't end up in shambles. 
I loved the passion. And this is the passion that Jesus has for you and me. He's saying, look, you do not have to live and build a life that's going to collapse in the storms of life. What I have put forward to you is available to you. And if you do what I tell you to do, and I give you the strength and the power to both want to and to do it, you will, you will build a life that will stand in the storms. You, you will be the wise builder. You do not have to live a life that will collapse when the storms hit. Anyone, anyone who. So here it is. Here we go. Here's my encouragement. It's time for you and I. Let's lock in. Let's start with these 40 days, and then let's continue the pattern. Let us, let us lock in. Let's tighten up that chin strap. And let's stand our ground. Listen, a life built on a solid rock foundation is worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Jesus' story here at the end of this incredible teaching in Matthew lets us know. He uses this picture. We got two builders. We got two foundations. We got two houses. We got one test. We got two destinies. Choose wisely before it's too late. My hope is that you and I both will choose the path of the wise builder. This 40 day challenge is going to launch us. And my hope and prayer is that it will launch us into a lifelong pattern of hearing and doing the words of Jesus. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much uh, for the incredible word here from Jesus, the incredible picture. Oh God, I pray that, that each and every one of us here would be that wise builder, that we would say, I'm going with Jesus, I'm trusting him. I'm going to do what he says so that our life stands in the midst of the storms. It's in his name I pray. Amen.